Hey friends, and welcome back to the show. This is part two of my discussion with Joelle Seuss from the Living in Sync with Your Cycle podcast. Yesterday, she talked about our menstrual cycle as women and how we can use it as our operating system to optimize our life, to optimize our energy and get a lot of stuff done, but to also take really good care of ourselves. Have you heard of the phrase self-care? This is prime time self-care right here. You are learning about yourself and you are giving yourself grace during these different times of the month so that you are not wearing yourself out. Okay. That is not what I want for you. I do not want to push, push, push. I want to push when I need to push you. And then I want to give you rest when you need that rest. And we are bringing that information to you today to help you to declutter, organize your home during these certain times of the month. I have put this into practice and it has been life-changing for me. So I want you to learn this, put it into practice so that you can easily manage your home, declutter and get it organized as well. Before we go in, let me remind you about that first course, the Simplify Your Kitchen course that I want you to get started with. with. This is going to help you walk through, walk you through five different modules of resetting your mindset, overhauling your habits, the habits that got you in this cluttered mess to begin with, uh, decluttering your space. I am giving you micro videos of each of the areas in your kitchen to declutter. Like we're talking about utensil drawer. We're talking about the pots and pans drawer. We're talking about the junk drawer and the catch-all spots. I'm covering everything for your kitchen. That's module number three. Module number four is we're now, now that it's all decluttered, we're going to set up three simple systems in your kitchen that is going to make your mama life a lot easier. Y'all, this is big bang for your bucks. (laughs) It is not expensive. And then module number five is I am going to teach you how to easily maintain it with my daily reset method. Okay. Dive into that course today. I promise you it is going to be well worth your time. You're going to get so much out of it. I I just can't wait to hear your testimonies for it from it. (laughs) Okay. So I'm going to give you the how-to Joelle's today going to give you the win to, and we're going to mesh those two together and make it a beautiful marriage (laughs) of optimizing your life. All right, let's dive into part two of my conversation with Joelle Seuss. Hi, and welcome to the Habits and Home Show. I'm your host, Lisa Lazat, and I help busy moms bring order to their homes by downsizing and decluttering and ditching old habits in exchange for systems that bring peace and more enjoyment to their lives. We have too much stuff, not enough space or time, and lack the motivation to get our life together. We need simplified solutions to tame the chaos around us and be available, both mind and body, to experience all the joy that life has to offer. Are you ready, friend? Let's get started. Okay, so how could someone use cycle syncing to declutter and organize their home? Yes, yes. And if you're really thinking about it from the standpoint of, a month and your phases you know really understanding like when even though your energy is higher in some of the phases your eye for like 
maybe those minute tasks might not be. So if you have, you know, during your follicular and ovulation phase, those plans where you know what you want to execute and know what you want to tackle and get done, you know, use that energy to really set yourself up for success. What I would really have you encourage you to do is during your next menstrual phase, think about like, what is it that I want to tackle? What are those things that are really top tier bugging me? Like whether it's those areas of your home or that nook or cranny that has a door that's shut, but you know what, your brain knows what's behind that door and just brainstorm it all out. And then when you get into follicular phase, you can create that plan and that strategy of this is what I want to tackle first. This is where like, and, and strategize, right? Making it piece by piece and tangible. Um, and then what I would do is have that go all the way, you know, once you've created the plan, use your late follicular ovulation, luteal energy, execute the plan, you know, really bringing awareness to that in late luteal phase, you might not necessarily have the highest of energy. Like you may not feel like Snow White, go, like going through the forest with the animals all around her as you're cleaning and tidying, but your brain is wanting to declutter in your luteal phase. So even though the energy may not be there, your brain has that eye for organizing and the back end management of things. So this could be a really good time for, um, you know, thinking of heavy hitting luteal phase, fall, completion of tasks, organization, preparing for rest, that would be decluttering, deep cleaning, maybe helping yourself get energy from it by putting on good music, making yourself like a nice, awesome drink. You know, if it was summertime, I would probably do something with like sparkling water and fresh fruit here in the wintertime. It's like cinnamon tea that I'm sipping on while I'm doing my cleaning, but I pretty much always have a deep cleaning block during my late luteal and I mark it also as my neat movement for the week for the day like it's kind of my workout my movement for the day because. During your late luteal it's really is a good time to spend a lot of time getting the back end of your home tidied and cleaned up and if you kind of open up a closet door and you're like whoa that is an explosion, you know, you could, you could put it on the list and not have to tackle it if you're feeling overwhelmed by it. But it's also a really great time because your brain is kind of in like, oh, nix that because in ovulation phase, okay, I know I'm being kind of scattered on explaining this. (laughs) So let me think of a single situation. Okay. Clutter closet under the stairs, which is directly behind me. I know what's back there and it is daunting. But the reason why I would not maybe want to tackle that during ovulation phase is because my heart may be a little sentimental. When you're when you have high energy or high estrogen, high testosterone, you got that lovey dovey feelings, you know, you expressed it more towards like your husband, but it can reflect on anything, you know, in your business, in your home with your kids, like this is when you're looking at your kids and you're like, oh, I'm just so lucky to be your mom. Did you know that they did this all by themselves today and and all that stuff? But when it comes to decluttering, you may be like, oh, remember this little outfit? They wore this little outfit to this thing. But in late luteal, your brain is like, 
they're out they don't wear this anymore or they've outgrown it it's kind of in that phase to get rid of so here's what i would if i were to optimize it perfectly which i said i do not live in the perfection area but i would definitely in follicular and ovulation phase you know really kind of deep clean those areas that get dirty maybe that's kind of like cleaning some of those baseboards like don't go into those deeply sentimental areas and expect yourself to clean them out because you more than likely might just reorganize instead of get rid of during late during luteal it is a great time to execute that plan of what are those things to get rid of and just let it go because your body your mind it's going to want to complete prepare for rest. And then when you are in your menstrual phase, you're really kind of looking around. You're like, okay, how did that all go? Is there some other area? And being not 100% familiar with your method and how you instruct your ladies to go about it when it comes to like how they tackle it. But I would really handle those non-sentimental areas like under the kitchen cabinet or under the kitchen sink and under the bathroom, in the bathrooms, during follicular and ovulation, because you're kind of just like, you don't have that emotional side. Um, But during late luteal, I'd be like, yeah, get into those areas where there's too many papers and too much stuff that just needs to get out, you know, the kids' toys and all of that. So good. So good. Yeah. Because I, I thought, um, what is it? ovulation, uh, during the ovulation phase. Oh, you know, she's probably going to say, you know, the follicular and the ovulation phase. And, but during that luteal phase, we're nesting. And so I can totally see that the clean out is, you know, when we're nesting, we want to like move things around. We want to prepare because our progesterone is high. That's why people feel like nesting during that time. That's why they feel like nesting right before they have their babies because their Mm -hmm. progesterone is at peak. And so, yeah, that makes total sense. Thank you so much for explaining that. Okay, one last question, because I know that this is going to come up for so many women, but women who are no longer cycling, no longer experiencing period, or they have had, um, you know, a forced menopause through like a medical surgery, like a hysterectomy, or they are going through menopause at whatever age that they are. Is, is there anything that they can do? Is there any way that they can track any kind of hormone changes? Are there any hormone changes that happen? Are they going to experience a rise and a fall of energy? What can those women do in those, in those stages? Right. So when it comes to, it depends, it depends if it is based off of menopause where women are no longer having a cycle, you know, you really get to live in kind of that more each day is kind of the same energetically, you know, mm-hmm. that's kind of how men operate in a 24 hour cycle. Once a woman is fully in menopause, the hormone cycle is very much similar day to day but some things you can pay attention to is if you do my little reflection method and if you do that for two months and you don't even have to add it into your routine just think about it like this week i felt blah 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 
you might notice, oh my gosh, it's usually around the second week of the month. I have noted that I was really high energy that week. You then could just coin that as your ovulation. Some ladies do use the moon. I don't go into that type of thing, but I still think any woman can be well-rounded with their intention planning. So, you know, even declaring this week, I'm going to use outward energy. I'm going to get like have this type of themed week when it comes like even though my hormones aren't elevated like in that bell curve because you've gone through menopause um, for some with hysterectomy and you would have to ask your doctor or do your own research on what your hormones are doing because some have told me I'm still I, I guess I don't understand the complexities of after a hysterectomy if there is still the ovaries and still ovulating mm -hmm. so if there is that heightened um, estrogen but the awareness practice would be helpful for that because you may find some also consistencies if you do that for two to three months at a time be like oh i really do notice that second week of the month is when i have that higher energy and bringing that self-awareness into it because even with like you might typically feel this way if you're in this phase. There are some women who, you know, and, and with working with some entrepreneurs, they're like, I get all of my ideas in my menstrual phase or right at the end of my luteal phase. And it's not to say you're never not going to have motivation during a certain phase and only have it during this phase, right? So it's really that self-awareness. But I think it, it too is just living this well-rounded balanced life and how how I explain this example when it comes to motherhood and it being just more of a well-rounded method might be helpful so think of I always call them fun Fridays but you could think of like planning out your weekends in a month you know one weekend being about a new adventure a new experience trying something new and different that's something very awesome to do during follicular phase the next the next weekend do something very social very outward um, being around a group of people that would be very much an ovulation thing to do during luteal maybe it is you know staying home and, and tending to the closet that is driving you crazy or whatever it is that like really just resetting your home or whatever it is that you need to do and then in menstrual phase like having a weekend where it's like if, if if you're listening to this right now when we're recording it's christmas time like having your christmas movie marathon that mm -hmm. weekend this is more about being well-rounded as a woman because that is how we were really designed to operate instead of being exactly the same all the time so whether that's dictated by hormones or dictated by a self-discipline i think any woman would really um, I think women in general would really thrive and see a lot of positive changes in their lives if they started living in this well-rounded way instead of these high expectations of like always being a, on, like go, go, go and social, social, social and bringing all of the plans and the parties and the things and the Pinterest ideas and having the clean home all the time. Like it's it's all so much all of the time, but how can we really how can we really manage it all in a well-rounded way, right? Yeah. And each each of those experiences brings something new and different. And I explain it to a lot of my ladies where 
we're talking about motherhood of like follicular ovulation phase like yeah it's really great to go out and about and do those things and those activities and those outings going to new places during those phases because we often do have the energy for it those are for great fun memories but your kids are also going to remember like hey mom remember when we just watched all four toy stories in the same day and had popcorn and snuggled up on the couch and well like my family doesn't really even know how in tune with my cycle i am when it comes to those minute type of moments but it's also from a place of grace where it's like i don't have to be the playdate mom, the go on the adventure mom all of the time. I can be the mom that just sits in this chair and snuggles. And my kids are going to have wonderful memories and experiences from me being well-rounded in all of those different ways, right? I love that. I love that so much. I love how you explained that, for, especially for women in those phases where they're not cycling anymore. And they they hear this of, how they used to have tons of energy or they had, they went through these, the cycle, they used to experience this and how you're telling them to, whether it's based on hormone, they can still have, they can still maintain that, that flow in that cycle based on their discipline. I, I love that so much. And I love how they can create, like recreate their cycle based on the week and how they're going to, you know, um, have, have weeks of creation, have weeks of socialization, have weeks of nesting and, you know, cleaning out and then weeks of rest. And I think that is so beautiful. I, I think a lot of women who have been wondering, um, what's, what's, what's in it for them. I mean, you know, I'm in this phase now where I'm not cycling anymore. What, what am I going to do now? I think it's going to answer a lot of questions for them. So thank you so much. Um, okay. Before we hop off, tell us about your podcast. Where can people find you and where can, where can they find those PDFs that you were talking about? Uh, share with us um, where they can connect with you more. Yes. So I have a podcast called the living in sync with your cycle podcast, and I upload one episode a week. Sometimes you get bonus episodes where it's just fun chat, they're, they're just, you're really going to get a well-rounded lifestyle type of vibe from my podcast. I do have a free class that I will get you um, for learning about this process. And it does have some visuals on each phase, what it is your body's going through and what is your strength during each phase. And then that free class will share a little bit more about my membership where my pdfs are and um my true living in sync method lives and we've got a new like how that operates is each month we have a new topic but it's always the the principles of my living in sync method are always in the community. And then the monthly topic is just really kind of like a bonus that is related and kind of drives back to the living in sync method. And all of that information is also in the free web class. So those two resources are what I'd love for you to check out is my living in sync podcast and then my web class. Awesome. Thank you so much. And thank you for pouring so much into this episode. I have two pages of notes so far, and I cannot wait to go back and create a blog post and give everyone, but everyone my high points. 
Um, thank you so much for taking the time to share with us. And I want to encourage everyone to start tracking their cycles. And like she said, give it two months, see how it's going. And, you know, like she said, also optimizing your operating systems for your life. So thank you so much, Joelle. Thank you for having me. Friends, did you love both of the talking about both of those parts, women that are cycling and women that are no longer cycling? I was so excited to bring that information to y'all because some of you have stopped stop cycling, whether you're still early in your motherhood or you're late, later in your motherhood. We have so many different women that tune into this podcast, and I'm so excited to bring that information to you. Joelle was a wealth of knowledge as far as like taking those normal patterns of cycle, even after you stop cycling, could just continue them. It's becoming, like I always teach you, becoming more mindful. You're getting in more in tune with yourself, with your body. You're slowing down. You're giving yourself more grace. And all of this all of this adds to your personal self-care. Okay. So Take the information that you've learned from Joelle, start tracking and syncing your cycle. Okay. Start tracking your cycle. No, I mean, yes, you can use apps to track when you're ovulating, when you are in your menstrual cycle and everything, but start, you know, in your planner, write down your energy, write down when, how you're feeling emotionally throughout the month so that you can plan to optimize that time for different activities. Okay, so head on over to the blog, check out my notes and my recap. And while you're there, go over and get that Simplify Your Kitchen course. I am going to be helping you declutter all the things, getting it systemized. And that is a great starting point for you. It is a launching point because our kitchens are the hub of our family. Moms, we are providing meals. We are shopping. We are doing all the things. The kitchen is usually where people gather and it's the heart of the home. And it's really the place that you need to start. And it's gonna motivate you to move on to the other areas of your house. So start there. Go to habitsandhome.com slash courses to get started today. And then make a plan, set some time aside each day to go through each of those modules, learn my systems, learn my mindset habits, learn everything else, learn my resets, okay? I promise you, if I can do this as a busy, frazzled, hot mess of a mom who is now like, oh, y'all, I wish I could teach my younger self what I know now. <laughs> if I can help you, I want to help you. Okay, so go do that course. I promise you will not regret it. All right. I love you, friends. I will see you right here next week on the Habits and Home Show.